if you're going to just abandon like a day-to-day -day job for the sake of like purely like artistic or uh creative endeavors you're gonna have to suffer for years and like work 60 hour weeks <laughs> you need some kind of nest egg and you also need to like dedicate your life to this one thing that you've settled on doing and also be good and you got to be good and you also got to be willing to do it for free for literally years on end art um well not art you can work your way up in commissions right but like art music modeling just like all of those things it's like podcasting podcasting <laughs> it's like hope you don't like money listeners to another episode of <coughs> the laser comb podcast your favorite podcast for 290s kids comb through classic television with a fine tooth laser i am one of your hosts neo cal and i'm the other guy the Siege. Siege. <laughs> lay off the beans siege oh <laughs> uh, guess what anyway <laughs> guess what we're yep. reviewing Detroit Metal City. This is episode mm -hmm. uh, 34 of the Laser Comb Podcast. 34 of these? 34 of these. Woo. That's uh we're creeping up to uh, the number of episodes of uh of years that I've experienced in <laughs> this cruel earth. In this cruel world. In this cruel an unforgiving existence. Oh man, you would make a great He-Man villain. With that <laughs> bad voice. Fun like fact, some sort I, of insectoid. Uh, fun fact: I actually was a uh, vocalist in a, a couple of metal bands when I was a teenager. Nice. So you you you've perfectly nailed all the techniques not to ruin your your vocal cords. Uh, yeah. Let let's go. Let's with that. go. With, let's go with that. That that technique just usually involves uh, drinking booze beforehand. Hard alcohol, straight Work, from the bottle, baby. Works like a charm. <laughs> works like a charm. Uh, anyway, uh, as uh, you may or may not be aware, this is uh, Patreon Month 2, Electric Boogaloo. And uh, oh, yeah. we are trucking along with that, and we are on to our uh, Patreon subscriber, Lewis. His pick was uh, Detroit Metal City, an anime from uh, the mid 2000s, like 2006, 2007 ish, somewhere around 2006 uh, through onwards. Right. Let's see. Uh, only lasted. Oh, it was released on DVD in 2012, though. So oh. it's got that going for it. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, original Animation Studio was released on DVD 2008 and Blu ray December 14th. Right, but I, I I think the show aired uh, aired in like 2006 or 2007 originally. Yeah, you're the you're more familiar with it. Uh, I I knew about it. I didn't know it was an anime. Right. Um. <laughs> I I remember this show actually kind of making the rounds in the internet uh metal scene back in like 2007 2008 or so. So I I I was aware of its existence. Um. It it was so I was it was so familiar to me that I was actually a bit surprised to discover that this show is kind of obscure. And uh, when I say kind of obscure, I mean it. Uh, well, it 
wasn't available on anything to watch. Not the none of the usual channels. Yeah, Maybe. just uh, see, we have different strengths. My strength is I'm really good at finding obscure websites with sketchy uh, streaming available. And Siege's strength is um, he, he has all the streaming services. <laughs> so with our powers combined, we could usually find a way to watch, yeah, uh, we, watch literally we, anything. Yeah, we could usually discover access to, uh, to some things. And well, if all else fails, we can always uh, sail the seven seas, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or sometimes do that anyways just for fun. <laughs> no, no, you... I, I, I don't uh I don't content uh not content. I, I don't uh condone typically I don't condone uh piracy, but in the case of something that's not available otherwise Oh yeah. By all means, because uh at, at that point that person is just be becoming an archivist. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. It belongs in a museum. Hey, like I, at that point, yeah, you're preserving it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's uh, that piracy just becomes preservation at that point. Yeah. And... Uh, anyway, this is uh, episode eleven of Detroit Metal City. Uh, what do we know about Detroit Metal City? Uh, it was a manga. Yeah. Looks like it had uh, ten volumes, and that came out in. Let's see. Uh, original release was May twenty ninth, two thousand six. Right. So the anime came pretty quickly. And then, uh, lo and behold, I discovered uh, reading Wikipedia just a few minutes ago, I might add, uh, that there was a live action film based on it as well that came out in 2008. Had no idea. Yeah. So from the manga being published in 2006, within two years, it had a 12 episode anime and then a live action film adaptation. It's kind of wild. It, that is kind of wild. It's as long as there's a good um even if it's niche if there's a loyal following for things there's some money to be squeezed out <laughs> of a franchise right yeah so um so yeah detroit metal city i i was aware of it uh anyway let, let let's get into talking about the episode we're aware it existed but now we're actually watching it <laughs> Uh, yeah, now we're now we're actually watching it. And uh, one thing I want to say uh, about this this episode in general, and um, it it, it kind of taps into this. Uh, I find it kind of taps into this very like metal elitist, like anti hip hop attitude that was that was something that I could kind of vibe with. Uh, at, specifically at this point in my life, like in the mid uh, right. in the mid two thousands, um, but it also doesn't. It's also kind of satirizing just how self-serious metal can be. Yeah. Like, you get that right from the intro alone. Like, uh, from the intro, you get this very, uh, like, kind of morbid angel-sounding uh, uh, theme song. But, like, if you look at the translation of the lyrics, they're very, like, over-the-top, just ridiculous, like, trying to be hardcore. Yeah, exactly. To, to the point of poking fun. P poking fun of itself. And based on the episode list here, uh it kind of looks like there's an interesting tale uh to be told right like mm. th based on the episode title list like satan real legend pig slash drug frustration masochist slash family punk one and two the tower of confession cinema one and two fake slash <laughs> cinema <Detroit>. one and two <laughs> like, fake detroit moe city 
uh, up one and two. So it's as it's clashing with against other genres, it, it looks like it also explores things like you know drugs, uh, family, uh, identity, and right. I, I like to imagine cinema one and two is just about the main dude just going to film school. <laughs> okay, now we're now we're self-inserting. <laughs> Here, which I, is fine. <laughs> I I took I was taking film studies in university at this time. So basically, th- this is uh, if if uh, Siege went to uh, grew up in Japan, this is his tale. <laughs> basically, I kind of vibe with this protagonist a little bit. Yeah, and we're but when we get into it, like the episodes are like twelve minutes. Yeah. Right. Uh, but when we get into it, um, man, this is kind of shockingly real and, and wholesome because right. you, 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 uh, what's the, the word, uh, you kind of like look behind the curtain. So to, yeah, so to yeah. speak. Yeah. A little bit. Uh, the, the episode definitely, uh, with the, with the, the kind of the, the protagonist's plight in this episode, you kind of get a sense that he's, um, that this image that he has, and indeed, like the the image of a uh, like frontman of a metal band, uh, it's very performative. Yeah. Oh, of course. And and indeed, he's just kind of like a kind of seems like a compassionate and soft spoken, uh, like just regular Joe outside of his his shows. Yeah, yeah. I got kind of like nerdy, like uh, uh, mousy vibes from him. Yeah, and um, well, to uh, if it's wanna, always the quiet ones. If you <laughs> if you want to uh, uh, launch into the actual uh, episode, um, basically it starts off with um, the the protagonist kind of thinking to himself, like, oh man, like I don't know if I have time for this. It's expensive. Like, drop it. Oh, but how do I tell my my bandmates that? And like very human human things. Uh, this is kind of the opposite of Metalocalypse in which they are always in character and they're like otherworldly beings of stupid but powerful. Yeah. This is just a dude walking home with groceries. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what's the main conflict here? Um, there's wait, some wait, beef. Wait, when, you talk, when you talk about things being real, uh, incidentally, one of the, um, uh, I, I mentioned I was a vocalist in a couple of metal bands oh, when I was younger. Yeah. Uh, one of the bands that I was in... Um, like uh, I, I did harsh vocals, like death growling and like screaming and all of that. But the I, I made a point of writing lyrics that were just about regular, ordinary life, like just really mundane things, like like being short on rent, like failing a test at school, and like just that sort of thing. <laughs> being um, in line at the uh, grocery till. <laughs> and the person in front of you like wants to pay and like rolls of change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. Got, you got some like druggie in front of you who's buying like sixty dollars worth of ice cream and yogurt and baked <laughs> goods, and they're paying in like rolls of nickels, <laughs> which the cashier has to o- crack open. Yeah, yeah. Oh yes, oh yes. The Thanks. true, the true pain of existence <laughs> is, is what you're capturing there. <laughs> uh anyway and i i i dig i dig that that sort of like message and indeed uh what's what's the message going on uh here oh the um he comes across the uh the, the protagonist you know what? i'm just gonna bring up his name here 
um i had just watched it but uh i had forgotten here uh i watched it a few hours ago so it's not quite Krauser, fresh in my mind right. oh soichi right so soichi plays krauser that's his, his stage name right and he's got a devout following and um he is kind of stressed about this ongoing feud between an indie hip-hop rapper and uh his his band uh and, who i got uh, the, the impression the is ones. who i got Go the ahead. impression is an old childhood friend of his oh no it, it is because when he comes a- across him at a uh, a late night a late night like restaurant um he's like oh holy shit dude i haven't seen you since elementary school and his buddy's like oh holy shit dude you look exactly the same same wow how's it going and then his hip hop buddies show up right before they're about to reminisce. Right. And during so, um, he narrates his thoughts uh, to the viewer. And there, this guy was really compassionate. He was sensitive. He was bullied a lot. And now I'm seeing some cycles <laughs> going on here, right? And they were like super, like, like tight. Um, but then he had to move. I, I, I like that there is. Um... Uh, one bit in this episode that really made me laugh out loud was there there's this bit in a uh, convenience store where uh, the main dude has like a flashback thinking about like his memories with um, uh, with this like hip hop guy and like uh, there he's like getting bullied for like being fat and everything yeah. like that <laughs> and it's just like a, this this scene like it's presented in being like this really like wholesome like manner but like the one dude's actually like being really being treated like shit and then it cuts back to the main dude and he's just like ah nostalgia <laughs> yeah he's like ah nostalgia yeah because like what one person might think is like funny or just oh what are you gonna do might be like traumatic yeah. for for someone else yeah and so his buddy has kind of his his old uh, buddy has kind of uh, presented has built up this image, much like the the main dude has created this kind of false image that he is like this like demonic like metal lord. Uh, this other guy has created this false image that he is like this gangbanger from New York, and that he grew up in New York, even though his family's from Japan, and now he's back, and the district they're in is his home, and. Yeah, he's gonna kick these, and he's freestyling. I think he freestyles some insult to the, the waitress. He's like, "Yo, hey, where's my food? I ordered it ten minutes ago." Blah blah blah, and it doesn't yeah. translate well into a lot of the English. But it, his his shtick is he uh, he he freestyles in almost every scene, like yeah. almost all the time when he's talking to people, which I found kind of amusing. And his yeah. uh, his little lackeys, his like faux friends, as soon as they show up, um, he maintains this like facade because he's like, oh, who's this guy? You want us to get rid of him? And right. so Ichi's like, actually, we're like childhood friends from and then he's going to name drop the small the, the town they're from. Yeah. And he's all like, oh, it's cool. He, he He's one of my old homies. Yeah, yeah. And um, they have a little moment there where as they're leaving, he turns back and he's like, hey, buddy that guy that you knew he's dead like this is who i am and i have to run with it yeah later man <laughs> uh props to the uh to the because uh the the version that we watched was uh fan subbed 
So the yeah. subtitles, subtitles were weren't done professionally, but um, uh, during the freestyling bits, like the translation, like doesn't always work. But props to the person who did the fan sub because like they at least tried to still make it rhyme. I, I was going to say they they tried to make it it translate into English, which mean which means it's not going to be direct. Yeah, it's not going to be direct. But like props, like you said. Yeah, they they tried doing 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 God's work, doing, doing Satan's work, doing Satan's work. <laughs> and um, what goes on here? Oh, shortly after that, um, a bunch of metalheads, a bunch of fans, yeah, um, end up end up like running into. Um, uh, I can't quite. Is there one bit? Isn't there one bit where like a, a bunch of metalheads are like kicking the shit out of someone? A bunch of metalheads are kicking the shit out of a bunch of um, the hip hop fans, and it's it's gone from music dissing each other to the fans fighting each other in the streets. Yeah. Now here's the thing: Soichi, um, he actually doesn't like conflict or fighting, and he's right. like, I need to think of something like uh, quick in order to like stop them from fighting each each other i don't have my outfit my costume like with me but i do have my makeup bag <laughs> <laughs> you, you remember this no i don't actually so wh what he does is he quickly uh throws on his wig and puts on makeup and he goes over to a parked car puts his head over the the top of the car and acts like he's just krauser's uh severed head oh right right yeah because i remember when the when he shows up to the rap battle I, the, the episode culminates in a uh a, a rap versus metal yeah. off uh, a rap battle and he shows up and uh, i remember them talking he, he ends up showing up as like a body with no head because he, he couldn't pull um his armor his like set <laughs> because he couldn't because it because it couldn't get his armor over. all the way over his head and everyone in the crowd is just like fuck yeah that's he's so fucking metal he's walking around without a head he truly yeah, he is a fucking he, demon he's a man. demon he doesn't even need a head <laughs> and this corroborates um his super fans earlier who was like oh the only reason we didn't like waste these other like hip-hop losers was because like krauser severed head showed up on the top of a car and he was <laughs> like hey keep it on the stage losers yeah <laughs> and like see here's proof right so he's accidentally building the mythos of his own <laughs> right character so and i actually really appreciated that level of of comedy what I really like about uh, uh, this episode is it, it you have these two groups of like hardcore fans, like the hardcore metalheads and the hardcore like hip hop fans. Uh, and they're like so vigilant in what um, uh, in the music that, that they listen to that they actually get to a point that they're willing to fight one another. But the people, both of the figures that they idolize are both posers. Very much, like 110%, like both uh, Soichi and uh, the the uh, other guy, they're both like straight up posers in what they're doing. Oh, yeah, uh, like even to the extent, like what, um, his best friend, uh, the rival, the hip hop um, rival, uh, he says he's like grew up in New York, but like his family right. spent a summer there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Like he doesn't even know English. Um, <laughs> and um, 
Indeed, so, himself, I, like this guy barely maintains the facade and he refuses to like let anybody know who he is out, out of the stage. Right. So I, I just, I appreciate the irony there that people are like willing to go to war with one another uh, for uh, this, the musical scene that they're in, but like their, uh, their figureheads essentially uh, are just posers. And not only that, their figureheads like kind of don't even want to keep doing it, right? Like so, <laughs> right? Ichi's like he's ruminating, and he's kind of like, "Oh man, I can't leave because my friends are like doing it." Uh, but I want to go to school, but I need to make money. There's no money in this, and yeah, he's <laughs> right. So it's just funny how hardcore fans can be versus. Maybe he should start a Patreon. Yeah, start a <laughs> Patreon, man. Start a GoFundMe. The 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 future is now. Yeah. And um, yeah, he uh, he's trying to make it as a Japanese idol. Dang it! But it's hard in the Japanese metal metal verse. Uh, what are those? It starts with a G. I can't remember what it's called, but like those uh, Japanese idols. It's like magazines of uh, of Japanese women in like bikinis and cosplay and whatnot. It starts with a G. I'm gonna look it, it up. With, we're going in. There's so much weird stuff about. There's so much weird things about like Japan. I can't even begin to. And I, I say <laughs> that in a great way. I was like, "Gee, geisha, people, no, people making money as geishas." I mean, I mean, there are, but, but yeah, while uh, while the siege is doing legitimate journalism here, um, like I said, these are like six minute episodes. They're kind of like on to the tail end of other of uh, other uh, television shows usually. I, I'm probably butchering the pronunciation, but uh, grav gravure models, G R A V U R E, gravura models, gravure uh, models. I spelt it wrong for sure. Oh, grav gravure yeah, yeah, models. That, that's what are I was models thinking. who pose in provocative swimsuit and lingerie photographs, and photo books marketed towards men, similar to pinup models. Man, okay. So side side note. Uh, but before before you uh, before you go on, um, yeah, yeah. The reason why I know this is because uh, actually a lot of uh, Japanese uh, Joshi wrestlers also do this. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. Got to why not? And why not? Right. <laughs> um, do you remember when this is like shots fired? But do you remember when like half of our like female Facebook friends were really into pinup? And and doing like photo shoots and and getting paid and exposure, yeah, that that was really in in like the mid twenty tens. I like maybe more than half. Like, and okay, almost, again, all, not and shot all, fired, but everyone we knew was a pinup model, and everyone we knew um, was into belly dancing. And, yep. <laughs> uh, what else am I missing burlesque. there? And there we go, burlesque, belly yeah, dancing, that... burlesque, and and pinup. Yeah, that 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 was the uh, the the holy trifecta of uh, chicks in Victoria in the, the mid twenty tens. I, I I'm not complaining. I'm just I'm saying. not complaining, but I <laughs> I do find it funny though that like uh, going back uh, going back to their Instagram pages and whatnot, like they they've all like either deleted all of their photos and or like deleted their Instagram entirely or haven't updated anything in like three years. Oh, because they had a separate um, one for their their modeling. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's just like kind of something happened around 2017 that just everyone dropped that like a 
like a hot potato. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shit is time consuming and doesn't pay the bills. Me with any of my hobbies. <laughs> <laughs> Shit is time consuming, doesn't pay the bills. All you get are likes on Instagram and a bunch of dudes just sending you DMing you dick pics. And you're like, hmm. Is it worth it? Is eh, it probably worth it? not? Yeah. And the people that can um, go somewhere with that, uh, it's just like music. It's nice if you can put all of your energy and work feverishly day to day to do it. But if you don't have money already saved or a partner that can support you or live with your parents, et cetera, et cetera, like, eh, yeah, ain't nobody got time for that. The idea is, you know, like do it because you like it and see where it goes. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And indeed, so Soichi, um, he's almost at the end of his rope, <laughs> it seems, because uh, he's having some internal uh, struggles on stage because um, they have a like metal, like growl slash hip hop freestyle battle. Mm -hmm. Right. Is that what's going on at the at the end there? Sorry, I'm I'm going to going to uh, minimize that tab for now. I got a little uh, distracted by uh oh my, people by he my found Google some search WWE gravure models. <laughs> I got I got a little distracted by my Google search a few minutes ago. I was like, he's he's looking at WWE like swimsuit calendars. <laughs> <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. Uh, I, I I read it for the the the. The not, titter! <laughs> uh, for I, I read it for the, the, the days of the year. God damn it. Yeah, how else am I going to know what day of the month of the year it is? Right? There's I no way. I don't even know what day it is today. I wouldn't even look at the calendar. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I specifically buy uh, provocative um, calendars. Because um, I'm a very oh right, completely forgot. I'll ask ask Siege. Um, I am really good at improv. I'm really good at whipping things out on the fly. Um, man, I I'm bad at remembering shit. <laughs> and um, having a physical like real calendar rather than like a phone count. I don't know why I'm terrible with phone calendars or like one on the computer. Um, having a physical one is is really helpful for me mm. uh, because I can walk by it in the kitchen, see it every single day and go, ah, like, you know, laser comb podcast. Ah, dentist so, is coming. So ah, you, this is coming. So you walk by and see a photo of a sexy lady in a swimsuit and you're like, Ooh, Oh wait, I got, and then look down like, Oh, I got this to do today. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. The, the logic is sound. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad you agree. <laughs> I should start doing that myself. And it, it and indeed, like uh, anyone listening to this, um, I don't even think I was going to be like, oh man, maybe it's an ADHD thing. But having something that's physical that's there, because here's the thing: you go to the bathroom multiple times a day, and you go to the kitchen like multiple times a day. And yeah. when you keep seeing, oh, right, recording at two p.m. Oh, right, like dentist next week at Wednesday. Um, it's more real. And you don't have to remind yourself to look because right. you're going to look anyway, especially if 
Hey, Especially hey. if there's wrestling babes on, <laughs> on the calendar. Or pretty cool dragons. <laughs> I don't judge. Hikaru Shida in my kitchen. Yeah. All day, every day. Yeah. So there, there's a, a tactic for you um, neurodiverse uh, people out there. At least it, it works for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, what happens uh, here? Uh, where were we? Detroit Metal City? Um, yeah, like I said, we're we're going a little bit of everything here. We're talking about it in broad strokes because um, you know how uh, Krauser defeats his hip-hop enemy? Go on. They were childhood friends. He knows all the th- things, he, the what the bullies called him and his like nicknames and the time he shit his pants in second grade. <laughs> and uh, indeed... Um, the person he uses that to his advantage and uh, the hip hop guy's like, Holy shit. Is this guy a demon? Like, how does he know? All, like, can he read minds? <laughs> and then his fear kind of goes away and he's like, wait, he kind of, what if this is my childhood friend? And in a hilarious turn of events, instead of using his knowledge of his friend to his advantage and taking him down a notch, he like breaks character and he's like hey man like i actually think that you're like my friend soichi and i never forgot about everything that like we went through and everything you did for me see and he takes off his like hoodie and he's wearing the the t-shirt that his classmates from elementary school got him when he moved and it's really tight it barely fits <laughs> it, it's got like pictures of mushrooms and it's basically like good luck we'll miss you or something like that on it and tears well up in his eyes and he's like it, it's as if he's ready to step away because he admits to everybody he's like hey i'm actually from japan and i'm tired of pretending i'm somebody who i'm not not so ichi he's like <laughs> 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 you fool and he actually like takes his gauntlet and he like grabs and slashes the shirt off of him like leaving him like shirtless and like teary-eyed and like humiliated and as he's falling backwards he's like oh i guess it's not my friend and in episodes <laughs> with they're like oh my god look at krauser he's humiliating him <laughs> and all of these like hip-hop bros in the audience are like cringing because it ends with krauser leaning down and spanking <laughs> their their hip-hop idol and he seems to like it like he's crying but like he's also not resisting and i'm like okay this is this is wacky <laughs> this is weird. they're like he's dominating him yeah <laughs> and at that point it's just like okay i'm i'm out you're one of two things you're either like all right, I'm out, or please continue. I, I was going to say this This becomes like, yeah, he's dominating him, and I'm like, kind of looks like he's liking it, and nobody's <laughs> leaving. <laughs> it's like that um, freaking Scooby-Doo meme with all the people um, like frowning or looking scared, and it goes over to Fred, and he's just like smiling with his like eyes wide, and it's like, that's my fetish. <laughs> Uh, humiliation check death metal check uh what's it called when you're in front of a crowd oh uh exhibition exhibitionism voyeurism is peeping exhibitionism is being the person that wants other people to look yeah there you go every 
every little laser comb uh episode people uh we try to uh bring kink awareness <laughs> to, to the viewer <laughs> just a little at a time so we're not cringe weren't we talking about latex nuns on something recently i at this point like it's it's basically canon that we always have to drop some sort of <laughs> <laughs> some sort of like kink awareness <laughs> it's not my fault i'm catholic damn it <laughs> Yeah, it's ingrained in us. It was bad, yeah. bad no-no points when we were young, and now we gotta, we gotta run with it. Uh, anyway, that 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 was the episode. That's the episode. Yeah, and uh, any any closing remarks or? Uh, I I think we covered everything there. Uh, yeah, I think I think we got it. I yeah. think we got it. Uh, but I do have one question for you. Uh oh, Detroit Metal City. Right. Would you tune in next week? No. <laughs> I had fun with it, and I I, I stated uh, uh, earlier in the in the episode of the podcast why the yeah. things about it that I enjoyed, but there there was just there was kind of nothing to it, and that that that's the big problem is like, and it, it it's it, it's designed to be comedic, so I get it, but there 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 was just a little uh, the there was too much of a lack of substance. Yeah, with these small strips, um, there was something called Azumanga Dayo, I recall, and I could never get into it because uh, the the length of the story was never interesting. But they're based on just four panel like daily, like shojo jump uh, strips, and it's just supposed to kind of be like the funnies, like right. you look at it and you go ha, huh, and then you move on. And whenever those are made into anime, they run the risk of being kind of like, especially low budget, something you watch in just six minutes to go, <laughs> and don't think much more on. But yeah, it's just, yeah, too, too, too insubstantial. There, to there's a balance here, though, but because it's so short, I think I would. You know oh. what? Like, tack this on the end of like Metalocalypse and. <laughs> Uh, that and, and both of those shows are about like twelve minutes long an episode, so they would be a good uh, double feature in uh, there, a like half hour programming block. Yeah. yeah. So both together, yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd check it out. All right, all right. Uh, that was episode thirty-four of the Lasercomb Podcast. Best way to support the show: go to Patreon.com/slash/Lasercomb. L-A-Z-O-R-C-O-M-B. We're starting at the five dollar and up tier. You get. Uh, hours upon hours of bonus preamble audio of this and all of the other shows that we do week in and week out of us kind of shooting the shit before we get into recording the episodes proper you also get a monthly commentary track we just did one for 1986's highlander that was a lot of fun and uh at the ten dollar yeah, it, <laughs> it was yeah i think i think that's actually my favorite commentary track that we've done so far yeah because we it's it's so slow moving in beats and it's so easy to talk over that it just what a, what a joy what a right. joy that was come come subscribe and give us another like 80s <laughs> movie to to watch uh at the uh ten dollar uh patreon tier you get our weekly ish news and current events program laser comb tonight 
And uh, you also, much like Lewis did this week, uh, you get to pick a show for us to review a random episode of on this very podcast. So if you want to get in on that, patreon.com slash lasercomb. Follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash lasercomb. Or you can follow me on Twitter. I am at lasercomb. Cal, you are at? And I'm at NeoCal, N-E-O underscore K-A-L. We are continuing on next week with our uh, Patreon themed month of patreon sponsored shows patron sponsored yeah. shows so uh uh next up on the docket is our uh, patreon subscriber bemused horseman and the show that he pitched us was warehouse 13 why does that sound familiar uh it was a sci-fi network show in the late 2000s one of my ex we were was... walking we were hanging out in person right and you were you were talking about warehouse 13 <laughs> Yeah, I, I've caught an episode here and there. Uh, it was a show one of my exes really, really liked. So that, Yeah, I, I recall now. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to hit screen share. And we're going to go to Wikipedia to see how many episodes Warehouse 13 had. Uh, 64 episodes spread across five seasons. Holy moly. So random number generator. Our... Uh, all faithful so one numbers between uh one and 64 and here we go 37 37 in a row (laughs) (laughs) uh oh boy we landed on season three uh episode 12 stand part two Oh, oh. <laughs> what? Why is it an oh boy? Are you familiar with? No, it's just we're, we're landing on part two of a of a two part episode. Oh, and it looked like the first part wasn't even in that season. No, it was the episode before it. It just uh, had a different title. Oh, but it looks like it was still a two part episode. So that's I'm that's... sure. Well, well, here's here's the thing. I'm just gonna throw this out here. Reroll when it's a two parter uh to no. give our to give it justice or I, what would yeah, you i kind of want to see uh how this turns out oh. <laughs> <laughs> say we're anything but definitely experimental we're we're in more ways than one <laughs> i like it when we make jokes together <laughs> all right that, so that's the that's the subtitle of uh the laser comb podcast i like I, it when we make jokes i together. like it when we make jokes together all right so we will be back uh next time with episode 35 of the laser comb podcast where we will be talking about episode 37 of warehouse 13 stand part two and until then i've been one of your hosts the siege and i'm neocal thanks for listening we will catch you next time